I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, my guests from Tuesday have been sitting around here the last few days on Zoom in their pants, waiting for the second recording. They're back. We're looking at the Manchester City show, a uh, Manchester City show. Well, I hope it's not some kind of bizarre show. We're, we're going to certainly look at the Man City game at this weekend. Joining me uh, tonight, returning, Simon Raymond. How are you, Simon? I'm very good, mate. Yourself? Very well. Thank you so much for coming back. On the show, all the way from Berlin, Willkommen, Steve Norman. Hi there. Nice to see you, Steve. <laughs> nice and all the way you. from, I think it looks like his sofa in his living room. Jar Wobble returns. How are you, Jar? Yeah, I'm in my living room. Yeah. I'm, I'm good, yeah. Back touring. Good. Well, we're going we're, we're, we're to get that plug in a little bit later. Uh, just to remind you uh, at home, we're, we're going to obviously look at the Man City game very, very quickly in, in uh, Tuesday's. Um, uh, recording, we obviously look back at the Wolves game and the Southampton game. We didn't have time to mention the women's team, currently third in the Women's Super League. They won last week 2-0 uh, at Birmingham and for a, a, a relatively new football club. We talked to last week's show about Tottenham and, and, and Jar used the word rotten uh, and all that. It's quite enlightening to see a young team without maybe this years of fear and cursed and whatever going on going on being third in in the super league uh, amongst teams with far more far more many years of experience so well done to them and we'll keep uh, looking at their results for them right well this sunday we i mean you couldn't you couldn't time a worse game simon after the uh, atrocities of the last couple of games, the game you don't want is Man City away. Uh, bizarrely, it was all doom and gloom, first game of the season. We thought we'd get smiced. We beat them 1-0, don't forget. Uh, but since then, uh, they've been on a fantastic run. 
Uh, I know, I think we last won the Man City. I think we last won them in the league 2016. We won 2-1. Uh, we lost their 3-0 last season. Over the last few years, there's been a few 4-1 defeats as well. The odd draw. Uh, it's going to be extremely tough. Do you think Antonio, after the last two performances, tactically, do you think he's going to change things or do you literally think it's going to be men behind the ball, try and zoom on the break? Uh, how do you think he's going to line up on uh, Saturday night, Simon? Well, I hope he doesn't play the same team as he played against no. Wolves. I hope he makes some changes. I hope he brings Regulon back in the team. Listen, you know, City are one of the best teams in the world, let alone uh, let, let alone in Britain, and maybe one of the best teams that that, that we've ever seen. They're uh, extraordinary. They can win. They they could beat us six seven nil. Do you know what I mean? They really really could if we don't wake up our. Uh, uh, our defence and, and and get on the game. It's going to be a tough tough day. But listen, this is what's what's so beautiful about football. We've all been here before where we thought we've got no chance, and we can we can go in there and we can play a good game and get get a result. Hope springs eternal with football, doesn't it? It's like we've never had a run of dominance, have we? Like uh, in, uh, in an era like Liverpool have, like United have, like City have. So there's there's no real precedence for us knowing what it feels like to be successful. Yet still, we always hope that, mm. hope the, next game, yeah, that the next game is going to be the one. Mm. Um, I'm not sure this next game is going to be the one because City, to me, just seem like quite an incredible team. And even when, they've, even when they haven't got their stars on the pitch, you just look at the bench and, you know, you just laugh because we... As John said earlier, a lot of our players wouldn't even get in, in championship teams. So it's hard to see a result there. But hope springs eternal, as you say, and I, I, I hope we can at least get a point. Steve, the, the, the other thing we have to do on on uh, Saturday night is try and put the ball in their net. And uh, we didn't really talk about it. against against Wolves uh, after going two down after seventeen minutes. Uh, Kane had a one on one chance miss. Son had a one on one chance miss. Kulusevski had a good ch- uh, chance from the edge, put it wide. Kane had a couple of headers straight at the keeper. Again, all of a sudden, from looking better up front, we don't seem to be firing up front again, do we? I just need to. One of those needs to go a little bit to the left or to the right, and then <laughs> it's all it's all like our oh, super spurs again, you know. And but they they gonna have to get they're gonna have to be put away sooner or later. Otherwise, we won't be at that position, were we? And about if it, if the defense isn't sorted then uh, we're not going to get the ball up there in the first place. And, I, and you know, it always it goes down to that. For me, I, I would, whatever uh, Conte can do, mix it up. You know, bring Roden on, you know, get get Reggie on in there. Um, you know, just, just, just fire it up a little bit with, 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 um, with different people. It's tricky because he hasn't, had, he hasn't got much choice. Well, I think I think Judd. It looks like Eric Dyer will be fit. Dyer will be in the team. We believe Oliver Skip is still not ready, right? So we it. assume yeah. it's going to be Dyer and Romero. Yeah, and probably he'll probably keep Davis unless he does do something. Maybe puts Road on. Yeah, there. I mean, for me at the moment, give Romero a chance. I was hoping to see another Sanchez face plant. 
Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you know, I have to say, Sanchez, you know, he's been a bit, he's just been a bit flaky. Whenever he gets the ball, I'm, I'm, I hate this, um, oh, it's not on my right, uh, my preferred foot. You know, for all that money, as you mentioned earlier on there, Mike, you know, at least you can do is if you work on your weaknesses. If you've got a, a crap left foot, then start just playing with your left foot all day. Well, it's a bit, it's a bit late for these guys because they're senior pros. So, you know, but anyway, yeah, unfortunately, you're right. But, you know, what I always see it with Sanchez. He goes across the goal with it because he's like he's so insecure and he's unbefitted. Well, uh, let's, let, let's, let's hope it's, uh, it's academic because he won't play, I would hope. But I would like to think we would surely, it will stiffen it up in midfield. It won't go with three playing narrow up front doing the prep, you know. Yeah, give, give Emerson a, a go. Well, I mean, Emerson's athletic, but it work in progress, but we haven't really got, you might need to improvise there. Who knows, you know. But I'm more worried about the midfield, you know, as a, as a key area. That bothers me more. I'd like to think we're going to go with three men in there, but I'd like to think we'll play. I'm sure he won't start with four at the back. I'd like, I hopefully will start with, with you know, it'd be a three, five, two, you know, Kane and Son up front. We seem to be getting most goals and best results when he does play three, five, two. Uh, Joe, you're obviously in, in and around Manchester. How do you find the Manchester City fans? Well, I well, I played football at the Etihad this morning. Oh, really? Did they know you just sort of jumped, jumped over and, and got in there? Well, they don't even really... Well, we, we, I just play and eat. There's the, the old... We do five or six, like six a side uh, on the Tuesdays, one of the places I play. But right. they don't even consider... They've got a big game tonight. Tottenham are not... They're not... Tottenham are not taken seriously. When Conti went there, it, it was beginning to be taken seriously. These last two defeats like this... Tottenham are just a bit of a joke club. Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. It's been a horrible season. I was at Crystal Palace earlier this season. You know, that was just a terrible, horrible game, you know, and we did bounce back from it. I think I think Conti's got it in him to get them to bounce back. But, you know, as Simon said, you, you could be looking at a very long afternoon. It, 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 theoretically, we're probably more chance about worst ever defeat statistically than ever before with this game. And if we concede in the first oh, three, four, five God. minutes. Which you can see happening. You can have, you, how many times a big game you go, just keep it tight, first 15. Kind of like three minutes, we would go down, error yeah. at the back. Yeah. You're like, here we go. This is going to be a long afternoon. But you'd, you'd, you'd like to think these players will have some, will realise that. They'll get together as pros do. You know, footballers are a lot more in control than people think that they are, you know. And they will get together and they will talk, the likes of Davis and Kane. And, um, you know, they, they will, you'd like to think that they, 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 they won't even need a manager to tell them what they actually, like the stuff they need to do, you know. But it's very worried. One of the things that bothers me a bit, Son doesn't seem himself. But he's only sort of come back quite recently from that injury he had. He was obviously out for a while. Uh, I think pace-wise, he seems to be back up to speed. There was a couple of decent runs against Wolves, but his finishing hasn't been hasn't been there. Well, look, let, let's go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get your predictions of the Man City game and ask uh, certainly Simon and Steve, who hasn't been on the show for a while, their memories of their first time seeing Tottenham. Back in a minute.
And we're back from the break. Don't forget, you can sign up and join us for all our monthly season ticket events, our lovely little intimate shows we do in central London. Next Tuesday, we've got David Pleat with us. In March, we've got Alfie Con. Go to season.spurshow.net. We've also got our end of season show uh, at the 100 Club, May 26th, with Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Veer. And another night we're putting on May the 11th at the JWC Community Centre in Finchley Road, Chivers, Jennings, Mullery, Perriman. All the ticket links are on the description to this pod and also links to this pod, our new merchandise. We've got some lovely new Homin Sun designs and Antonio content, some great old Hoddle, our dealers, Chivers, Greaves and Mackay uh, T-shirts. Go and check them out. And as I said, next week's show, myself, Theo Delaney, ex-top man- manager David Pleat and Julie Welsh uh, join us. Simon, what's uh, your Tottenham background? Tell us how you first became a Tottenham fan and if you can remember you're the first time you went to the lane. Yeah, so so my dad's family Jewish. They all live in uh, they all lived in, in Golders Green area no. when I was growing up and um, That's why I live now. I'm in the Golders Green now. Oh well it's lovely lovely, lovely <laughs> stuff. So so his family had like two two brothers, two sisters and they um it was split. So half the family supported Arsenal, half the family supported Spurs. And my dad was in the music business as well. He was a record producer and a, and a musician. He he had a rare weekend off um, in 1969 in December. I guess it was probably boxing. Maybe I don't know if it was a Boxing Day game, but it was late December. Um, I would have been seven or eight years old. And um, it was West Ham at, at, the, at the lane. And it, it, it wasn't a great game for us because we, we got beat 2-0. Uh, Jimmy Greaves was playing. I can't say I remember it. This is, you know, stuff that my dad told me, you know, in the years following. Uh, uh, you know, he, he had about 20 chances in that match. He was at the, he was sort of at the end of his Spurs career, really, because what did he leave in, in 1970, I think? He went away, uh, so he's probably at the back end of his his best days. But he had about ten chances, twenty chances that day. Missed them all. Got a penalty. Missed that as well. <laughs> Sent the keeper the wrong way, but then screwed it past the post. And it just was like it was just going to be one of those days, wasn't it? So he kept saying to me all game, "He's going to score in a minute. He's going to score in a minute." So I always kind of grew up knowing that Jimmy Greaves was was this magical player. Um, but of course, the one, the first game I get to go see him, he he, he has an absolute, has a dreadful game. Did you then start going regularly after that time, or I, I mean, not not really properly myself until I mean I went on and off with with my dad over the next ten years or so. But like so around about 80, 82, 83, after the cup final, because actually my auntie, his 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 sister, she died at the cup final. She had a heart attack oh, at God. the cup final when we when we when we beat Queens Park Rangers. Wow. So it's, it's, you know, it's always, uh, yeah, it's awful, but also, you know, it's this sort of big memory for the family um, going to going to Wembley. So I think I really started getting into going regular around about 83, 84. So um, 84, what would have been like, uh, Peter Shreves would have been the manager, um, Clive Allen, Mark Falco, R.D. Les Hoddle. Perriman was still there, wasn't he? He was uh, Tony Galvin. It was a, was a great, was a great team to be supporting in the in the 80s and then i suppose you know through the 80s the the spur magazine was a big thing for me i was big friends with stuart mutler and i actually recorded Mm -hmm. a track um for the spur magazine when it came out on a flexi disc because oh wow when we beat arsenal 
in the cup semi-final in 91. Yeah. I was actually in Argentina, my band Cocteau Twins, we was on tour in uh, South America and I couldn't go to that game and I was absolutely gutted. But I was able <laughs> to listen to the whole game on the telephone because in those days you used to be able to call an 0898 number and you'll be able to listen to the commentary of the match on the phone. And I, I remember a pretty hefty phone bill uh, listening to the whole game on, on, on the telephone, oh, got amazing. back got back at the end of April, was able to go to the final. But the final was almost a bit of an anti-climax after the semi-final, really, well, wasn't it? beating the arse. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, after that, I sort of had a season ticket with my... And I go with my son now every week. We've had a season ticket for... Well, he's, he's almost 30 now, so I guess probably about 16, 17 years we've been going together. And I go with the same friends that I've been going with since the 80s so it's it's lovely it's 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 very much a part of my family you know it's uh i care about spurs uh, way too much probably it doesn't make sense how much we all care about it and i can't watch match of the day if we lose no i don't bother. Can't watch I don't it bother. don't bother it yeah. And, yeah. and then i'll come and i was I'll, fast forward chelsea and man city can't be asked oh, to watch yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. just fast forward them no interest but i will stay up really really late and watch whole games if we've played very well again on yeah. replay which again doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> but uh, i guess that's what spurs buzz fans are being the spurs fans all about that's lovely memories. And Steve, I, I know obviously growing up you were an Islington boy and the guys you went to school with and obviously formed the band with, a lot of them are Gooners, apart from our dear friend and, and manager of your band, Steve Dagger, who I still go to Spurs with. Um, but how did you get away from the dark side growing up in Islington <laughs> weird, yeah. and become a Tottenham fan? Well, it's, it's strange because uh, I must have been about seven and I lived in a, like a Peabody estate kind of place. And it, and you could see like a third of the Arsenal ground in the distance, right? And I lived at the top on the end where they used to hang the washing. So, and they, and we used to look out the back. Yeah. And it was kind of like my extension when, when there was an Arsenal home game. And uh, I used to, they used to come round to me. We used to watch the Arsenal game. It would be all like, yeah, and then we'd be sitting there because it would be up the other end, which we couldn't see, you know. And it was a bit, it wasn't sort of all immersive. But, um, and then really my, my um, I guess my dad wasn't around when I was younger. So my uncle, um, he took me, he was a big Spurs fan. And every two weeks he took me up the other end of Seven Sisters Road. And mm. so I went to the the light side or the dark side, whatever you want to call it. So what, roughly what years were this then? How old were you? Well, I can remember um, seeing Gilzine and uh, right. Martin Chivers. In fact, I sat next to my first game. Uh, next to me was Martin Peters and Gilzine were injured. So I think that was my first game. It's my most memorable one. With so probably early 70s then, probably what, 71, 72? Yeah, but I guess I'd been before that, but I remember at this point we, they were there. And uh, before that, I probably went to, a, um, like, maybe even an Arsenal game or two. I'm not sure. So it was about when I was 10 that uh, I went to the other side. I I, um, I saw Gil, I saw Cyril Knowles. There was Phil Bill, it was Pat Jennings. i have grown up in the 60s. He was my man, Pat Jennings. I was a keeper when I was at school. And I even copied his, like, pigeon-footed gate. And, then, and to this day, my left one still turns in a little, a little bit, you know, in my formative oh, years. Lovely. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I absolutely. Um, I had the same story actually from um, Paul Walsh. He's a he's a pal, 
And I told him this, he said, you're kidding me. He's got the exact story of when he was living overlooking the uh, White Hart Lane. And his uncle, not anyone else, he's like mine was, took him up to, to the Arsenal ground every two weeks. Oh, well, the opposite. He's How actually a gooner. Did you know that? You know, Paul wow. Luke. So wow. I just think that's an incredible sort of synchronicity. That's you know, amazing. That and that's why I'm, can I, can I say spud now? Can we say that or not? Whatever you want. But what? But was it with 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 the band? Because I think John Keeble, the drummer, he's a big gooner. He's Hadley a militant. Is. He's a the militant. Kent brothers are they really into football? Yeah, or do they but, say they are? Oh yeah, yeah. They, I mean, Martin was um, you know he was big and massively into football. I would say Gary less, but then you know he didn't play any anything or cricket or anything like that. But he was a massive cricket fan, and you know would be would be all into the sports and. He would think things and that, whereas, you know, for me and, for example, I play, I love sport. I love playing football. I scored a goal at Wembley. What was it like at school, though? Because school, it must be mainly Arsenal fans at your school. It was it was me and Steve Dagger in a, in no. a yeah, in a world full of gooners, really. <laughs> not, not so much at school, in the band. But, um, no, we were split. I think, um, you know, growing up in Islington, it went either way, didn't it? So you either got 73 Stoke Newington, you were a Spurs fan, or you went local. And, um, you know, it was never a problem, really, uh, mm. under that. That's but. lovely. And obviously, Jar, you, you were East London. You, you, were, you were surrounded by West Ham fans, weren't you? West Ham and Millwall. And Millwall. Yeah. West Ham and Millwall. And I just, I just went there. I did have an uncle, Johnny Castle, who supported Tottenham. Didn't take me. Um, and... Um, my old man's brother was a parish priest, I think, at Tottenham for the double. Oh, he was wow. all near there, so he knew a few. But no one ever took me. Incredibly, age, nine years of age or so, I went over there myself. Um, <laughs> you know, at nine years of age, I went over there on my own. So I never had the dad taking me. So or you just got on the bus paper. and just wanted in, paid your money. No, it was, uh, I, can rem- I can remember every the way I went there, very OCD-ish. It's Liverpool Street. I, I used to... I'd get there really early. I'd save all, you know, so the, the, the train up to White Hart Lane. Then eventually I sussed that Northumberland Park was a better bet, you know, and um, and all that. And, and the, eventually a few of my mates, Millwall friends, went over there, like a guy, Jimmy Hackett, um, who's in football now. He's a scout, I think, for City, Jimmy. Um, uh, you know, he's a lovely guy out at the in Elephant Castle, good footballer. And um, I'd go over there with Jimmy and, and people, and it and and then it would within time. By the time I'm 13, 14, uh, uh, you know, uh, I was mates with a lot. There was a lot of Spurs fans. I was pals with by that sort of time, you know. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, so I, I was. By the time I'm 11, 12, I'm going away on school nights. Sod that. I was going up to see us beat Preston 1-0 in the League Cup and, and Jimmy Pierce scoring the only goal of the game, you know. Um, mm. You know, and then, and then having to get football specials back and all that caper. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't want my boys doing that. I was, you know, a bit of a little bit of a tear away, you know. Yeah. But I love the, I love, I love the club, you know. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm sad. I just wish we had an owner like Steve Gibson at Middlesbrough, you know, somebody who just loved it. And, you know, who gets it. Yeah, just really I just wish we had was a guy mm. that loved the club. You know mm. that it works. I mean, Simon would tell you that music business is a business, but when you get a music like Simon's head of a label, Simon's an enthusiast. 
But you say that Ir- Ir- Irving Scholar loved the club, and he nearly bankrupted us. Yeah, well, that's yeah, uh, well, but you want to get someone who's good on both, you know, good with business as well. I mean, someone like Steve Gibson, what you know, it, it just hasn't given up with Middlesbrough, and they had mm. a bit of success. Well, we got them soon. Back. We got them in the cup soon. That's gonna be a very well, tough game. Don't be surprised if they smash us. No, they play good football, mate. They play good football. Yeah, they but they've got that guy from Sheffield. Sheffield United, you know, but you just, I think, uh, you know, it would be a, did such a, a, you know, a mediocre club, really, you know, with Sugar as well, you know, um, and, and the way, for me, the Pochettino era was so wonderful and it was such a missed opportunity. It was such a missed opportunity. And bad, you see, bad business. But I'm sure Levy knows it, he, he'll won't be happy now, I'm sure, because this they're going to have more. They're not filling the stadium out, and that's if, if we get smashed by City, and if things go go backwards again, they're going to be having forty thousand crowds in a sixty odd thousand seat stadium. You know, it's not good, and they still they, they still need a successful football team in it for all the plans of boxing matches, pop concerts, etc. You still need a successful Tottenham team, business-wise. Look, let, let, let's do a quick uh, prediction. Simon, score prediction for Man City away. 4-0. 4-0 City? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Steve? Oh, God. You know, oh, it's a, yeah, no, you know what? If he pulls something out of the bag, really, he's got to. And if he does that and they come out firing with this, some belief that they managed to get up until for the next few days... Why the hell can't they do 2-1 Tottenham? 2-1 Tottenham, yeah. you're a beautiful man. Ja? <laughs> My brain is telling me 7-0. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My pathetic Tottenham heart is telling me 1-1. One, one. I'm, I'm going to go, we'll, we'll, we'll get thrashed 2-0. I think we'll hold out. They'll be you know, a bit wasteful in front of goal. He'll be, keep it tight. But ultimately, I can't see a score in there. I can't see us uh, winning. Just tell the listeners that because you're currently on tour. Uh, what are the next few shows coming up? Where can people come and see you in the band? Got a couple of weeks off now. Then we've got Southend, Brighton, London, 299 Club, um, Guildford, um, Newcastle, Glasgow, Edinburgh. So I, that's all I can remember. And then we, we're going out again in September. I'm out with the old in playing with him in the summer as well. So there's a ton, there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. So people go to your website, they have all the ticket links there. Just Google Jar Wobble. I Google Jar Wobble gigs just to find right. out where I'm playing because I always <laughs> lose the stuff from the agent. I'm supposed to get it from the agent. I lose it all. So I actually, I, I, I actually Google to find out where I'm going to be next week. I kid you not. Wonderful, isn't it? Amazing. Uh, yeah. Steve, you've got some gigs as well, haven't you, coming up? <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I, I'm sorry, Jack. Don't make me laugh there because it's exactly the same as me. It's just like, oh, yeah, I have, not I? When, when's that and where are we going? You know, it's like... Yeah, I, I should be on tour now, really. It was a UK tour. My first big, you know, with my solo band, The Sleeves. And uh, we were, we because I, Spandau Ballet's album, Journeys to Glory, it was quite, you know, at the time, made a couple of ripples and and because we're not together, it just kind of goes off. And I thought, no, I'd love to do that, you know, just uh, we're going to do the, the album in its entirety. I mean, it's just one sort of thing of what... Oh, lovely. Spandau, yeah. I'm never with a blessing of everybody. 
I'm not Tony Ellie and all that stuff, but you know, we give mm. it a we're kind of my band a bit like Stooges, you know. So we go, we'll take the album back and get, give it the edge that it had initially. I oh, just wow. think it's worth celebrating. So that's in October around the UK. I've got my normal gigs, intimate ones. I love the intimate gigs. Are so you just saying you're playing the 266 Club, John? 299. Ronnie Scott's is my favourite gig. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, I'm doing the Albert Hall. With there you go. There, 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 yeah, oh, there, there you go. Yeah, 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 give me, give oh, me yeah, that. Yeah. And that's great. But Ronnie Scott's, does, yeah, the, that's my favourite, yeah, favourite gig. But you know where I like at the moment? I really, I know it's the Pizza Express live gigs. There's yes. one in Holborn, mm. but nice. you know, Dean, yeah, the Holborn's very nice. I've been yeah. doing that for about four years, and it, it is like my spiritual home still. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yeah, it because yeah. you're right in there with the, with the audience. That's coming, and loads of other stuff. Yeah. As a Jew, you can't beat eating while listening to music. No, that's no, no, that's it. That's that's it. You can't beat it. Totally civilized. Totally civilized. Yeah. And food of Ronnie's. Uh, and they serve you dinner in the dressing room. It's yeah. fantastic. I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've got that. I've got other gigs coming up. You know, my uh, James Stevenson, Smiley, whatever. Um, my goodness. I've got, uh, wow. Uh, Amazing. Go on we'll the do, website. We, no, we'll do. Please. And, and Simon, Simon, your, your, your label, Bella Union, you know, anyone in the know goes, is one of the greatest independent record labels at the moment. Who... Who's turning you on at the moment? Musically, who should the, the many, many listeners out there go and check out? Who should we be listening to that maybe we might not have heard that you think that uh, men of a certain age who, who like their music will go, oh, that's good? Oh, there's so much out there. Do you know what I mean? There's never been so much great music out there. And I think people were so down on the music business. How it's never like it was in my day. Well, it is. There's some absolutely brilliant artists out there doing things. So... Of course, my job is is not only to support artists like the Flaming Lips and Mercury Rev and spiritualise some of the older crew, but also to bring on a lot of the younger artists that are just starting out in the game. And it's really tough right now, not just because of COVID. It's really tough being a young band right now. It's difficult. Um, so that's kind of my job is to try and... Because I still, you know, love discovering music. It's one of my favourite things. Still like getting up in the morning and checking to see what's 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 new and what's current and what's, what excites me as a, as a music fan. Because that's what I am ultimately. I just love, love, love listening to music. I went with the kids to watch Sing 2 last week. Uh-huh. And on the soundtrack... Holes by Mercury Rev. There you go. It's which a is like yeah. Nowhere. It's like, I know it's it it amazing that it's in there, but it is an iconic track. That it's absolutely yeah. beautiful. And I, I heard the director talking about why he picked that song because it's not a standard sort of song no. that you might expect to see in a in an animated, an animated an animated film. So I'm absolutely chuffed that he, he used that tune. But yeah, yeah, so so new bands that I work with. It's 25 years 25 years of the label this year. Wow. So we've got lots yeah. of kind of events around the place doing some 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 stuff uh, in Sicily. We've got a festival in Sicily called Ipsy Rock that, uh, where we've got about five or six bands playing. So doing something out in Austin in March with about seven or eight bands. So keeping really busy, but young bands that you might like, for, even though you're a bit older, I think you might like a band called Penelope Isles. Penelope Isles. Isles. They're actually I'm based down here in Brighton where I live. They're originally okay. from the Isle of oh, Man. Oh, yeah, Brighton. Right, cool. Yeah, I'm, nice. I'm in the marina right now. Looking oh, at, we not, not, up, I don't. I don't live in the marina. I live in Salt Dean, actually, which is just down <laughs> yeah. the road. But my, my my house is having some work done to it. So Lovely part of the world, isn't it? You two can go yeah, out yeah, for yeah. Frappuccino. Oh, no. There thanks. we are. How about that? <laughs> 
Oh, I'm becoming stronger. Penelope Isles. I'm going to go check them yeah, out. Yeah, check them out. Check them out. I feel like a pop pick. That's the album of the week. Penelope Isles. Go and go and check them out. Lovely. Well, look, gentlemen, it's been an absolute joy. You've all, you've brightened up my dreary day. Uh, it's 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 lovely to, uh, it's been very cathartic chatting to all three of you. Uh, I'm certainly going to come and see you. You're doing a show, Steve. I'm good. Now you mentioned throwing in the Albert Hall, John. And come and see that. I'm going to check out some of your bands as well uh for now simon thank you so much for joining us hopefully you'll come back on the show again steve lovely to see you again good luck well, with the radio nice. show thank you very much in berlin jar good luck thank with you. all the shows thanks everybody uh, we'll be back tuesday myself theo delaney dame julie welsh and david pleat in his blue white army david pleat his blue <laughs> army we're on shot top no we are the super spurs 87 Chaz and dave the obscure <laughs> one that no one ever plays again because we lost that game. Until next week, come on, you Spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.